It must be a relief to see something other than eyes on the horizon. I think these Barovian have had enough of the sea for a while. Let us see how the earth will welcome them. It is rather ironic they arrived on the land of the Mati Aura by way of water. Or perhaps it is just like any other birth, seeped in liquid. I can see they have high hopes for the lights of civilization. Let's see if the lure keeps its luster up close. Now that you've seen the light coming from the city, you can somewhat see like buildings in the distance. You guys, since it's flat, like you guys, you have a good vision. And uh, you guys are complete a long rest. However, because you haven't eaten, you can remove one exhaustion point, but regain one because you haven't eaten. Cool. You will stay where you are. How are we doing long rest again? Is it half our hit die we're getting back? Yeah. Are we okay. able to spend a hit die to try and remove our stress still? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And the, we still get full health back, right? No. No, we we need to roll for it. And then the stress one's still spent, right? Yeah, it's still yeah, spent. Okay. And for the stress, what is it? Like you have to expend one of your hit dice yeah, and re-roll the sanity save. Oh. Oh no, sorry. Okay, so you don't get a free roll. It's just to roll. <laughs> uh, no, 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 it's a 15. <laughs> you, no, you roll the 15. Yeah. It's not, your save's not made at disadvantage. You roll the 15, so you save. So, you made it, Lucian. Good job. Yay! <laughs> the rest of us are fucked. How much do you want to bet I'm going to be the first to get an insanity again? Well, no, I don't have any. Yay! But yeah. I only have 16 HP. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys are not used to going without food. So when you wake up, it's it's a bit rough. At least it's a bit warm. <laughs> it's warm by the fire, but you have to, you know, pack up your thing and then get out of this ice if you want to find food eventually. And I just had a thing that I wanted to offer to the group. Nice little option that Tasha's gave wizards, which I think is really cool. Every long rest, I can change out a cantrip. And I was thinking of changing one of mine to create bonfire. I wouldn't be able to keep a bonfire going forever. It's a minute per cast. So it's like it would still eventually start wearing me out. (laughs) I'm not sure how useful it is compared to just getting wood and making a bonfire. So I'm not sure if you guys want me to switch that or keep pressing digitation to keep us all dry. Uh, let's be real here. I think staying dry, especially in the snow, is very important. Yeah. Then I will switch out Booming Blade for Green Flame Blade, because I think a little AoE might be better. Just so you know. Lucian, how, how are you feeling? I just hope we get there by tonight. I need to sleep somewhere. The light was not too far off. Yeah. We just need to keep our eyes out yeah. for anything to eat. Right. Well, I will keep an eye out, but... Maybe if you spot something, you can show me and I can shoot it. <laughs> I think if you can't see it, you won't be able to shoot it well, very well. Well, if you point it out, I can see it and then shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to hold your arms? Given where we're at, there's a city coming up. Is there like a knowledge nature? Did it be like, I mean, I'm not good at survival on any level, but just kind of reading over books of like what kind of wildlife yeah, to expect? Yeah, uh, survival or... 
Oops, this should be a disadvantage. You know what? That just means the next sure. roll is gonna be better. Uh where the Copium. hell are you, nature? You think your best guess is probably under the ice? Fish, probably. There's got to be fishes. There were you know, fishing vessels. Problem is to find a way to get under the ice, but you've seen like weakened ice around or crevasses or you know something like that. So perhaps you could try and fish. Otherwise, maybe you can uh, hope so for another bear. <laughs> Just let's go. So I will retrieve my sword and everything and kind of flip through the tome a bit more just to like gauge a couple more notes see if there's anything more of reference and also just be like i remember being warm this spell looks like it good and like there's just a big explosion sign on there <laughs> this one could be fun i don't know how to make it happen but eventually i think we may have had our fill for explosions for now i don't know it looks like you got some more in you it's not quite what I meant. <laughs> but true. I guess we press on then. Yep. You pack up and start trekking again. It's still a bit overcast today, but at least it has uh, stopped snowing. But as it is still quite windy, you guys sometimes like have to shield your face so the loose snow does not get in your face too much. Is the idea to go in air quotes, as fast as possible to the town, or do you guys want to stop and look if you can catch fish? <laughs> yeah, I think we just need to move. We just need to move. As the day is, is passing slowly, you guys can get more definition on the coast than if you were expecting, like, forest or, you know, nice variation of terrain. Like, not really. As you, you guys are approaching the coast, you notice that it's slaying pretty low. There's no like massive cliffs or anything like that. No trees or barely any, barely any brush. It looks completely flat and white and brown and gray. You guys are advancing towards a tundra. <laughs> no food. <laughs> no, there's more chance of finding food. There are still animals. Nothing. Burnable, you're saying. Damn it. I mean, brush will burn. Oh, cool. There's one thing that Lucien would like to brought up. When we get to the town, are we talking about the fact that we went under the ice? Are they gonna want to kill us like the sailors did? That is very good point. I say with this, and I hold out the token, just that we wrecked on ship. Someone else was bait, maybe. If we want to throw other person under ship. Well, okay. So we never touch the water then. No. It's probably for the best. I would assume uh, sailing village still holds true to... The same views. Yeah, the same views as the sailors. Uh, I don't know what we saw and thought was not superstition. Not at all. Superstition powered by reality. Even worse. <laughs> I wanted to ask them about the, the thing we see in the sky, but if it's coming for them, like, it's gonna be weird if we ask. I will say is, I don't think boats blowing up is very common. True. Maybe we could 
inquire without saying that we never saw <laughs> such a thing. Or what if we go around and not come from ice? That way we don't need story about being on ice. Mm. We bought humble traveler. Thing is, if I could see light from our camp to city, they could probably see our fire. So they know we're here. They see fire, but they see not us, I hope. I don't know, I like to stare off into the distance. I guess having good cover story would be worthwhile, but it could help us if we not come from actual water. Yeah. So, agreement in not saying we came from water. I think it's for the best. Yes. Unless pressed, and then which case, of course, we weren't underwater, but obviously we know a story and we didn't want to be associated with uh, drowned. We should have an answer if they ask where we came from before the Well, boat, let's look though. at the map. <laughs> we come well, from Glaggy. Did the captain ever point out where they were on the map? And we don't know anything about the place, so... I think we should just be honest and say we came from beyond the mist. Yeah, there was no... No uh, negative association with mist. We know of, but... But we never was underwater. That's important. That is main point. Do not say uh, If water. we kill it, does that mean they don't come after us again? <laughs> no idea. I wonder if anyone even has done that before. Kill the one? Because everyone acted as if they were some unstoppable force. I know, that was rather strange. Wasn't easy, but we did it. Something took ship. I think that was the big thing. I think that was crew that sabotaged. Why would they, though? They would be stuck on ice, too. That's what I'm thinking. It's kind of strange. Like, why would they blow the ship? Esafina make a good point about superstition. Sometimes it's much more strongly rooted than Yeah, but some sense. of them try to throw us off, but I don't think... There were other things going on at the same time. I would think, too, considering that the goo... And I referenced the capsule I have. The goo that melted metal, it didn't melt ship, but it happened after ship go under. So perhaps ship carry something that may be volatile? So it was an accident? Because they were carrying, they were going to get something. Perhaps ship powered by elemental ooze or a bunch of gelatinous goo? Maybe goo was contained in container not made of metal? Perhaps. It's holding well in this, and I gently put it back. <laughs> I'm running theory on that, and I need to test to see. And perhaps the monster thing make catalyst, but it seemed to only focus on us, not really care much about ship. Also, Esafina, what was that that you did that make goo go boom? What? What happened? I wasn't there. Oh, you were there, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, well... We're there in spirit. <laughs> this is, um, well, loose term mage hand. It's modified in a different way. Look at you, I wave at it, and it waves back. <laughs> it's fun. So what I did is I had that go into there, and I point down in water, and it go boom. Huh. Magic remind me of Captor. She seemed to be powerful, able to watch Vampire Man from distance. Oh. Are you okay with me doing what I do here? Because, uh... I will admit, and like I opened it up, it's like Kazan's diary is like right. <laughs> you helpful to the group, so I have no problem. I will elaborate once we are warm. <laughs> okay. I do want to emphasize, not the acolyte of Kazan. Kazan, I think dead. More dead than before. 
more re-dead, deadified, uh, 100% more. <laughs> this just useful. She calls herself a hag, I think is what it is. <laughs> Damn it. Is that something Damn that we no, heard but... of? A hag? Is it I there's... mean, there were plenty of hags in Barovia. There are a shit ton. Too yeah. many. I look over at <laughs> Shofra and I'm glad you not meat pie. Believe me, me too. Meat too. Ah, that's funny. I like that. Meat too. Wait, what do you, what do you mean? Oh well, there's a rumor. Mm. <laughs> They're addictive. Hmm. I wonder why. I don't know if you read the bit in the bio I put that concerns those. Oh. I guess we press on. Then I hear tummy rumble. Mine more so than actually. Then I hear Zana. Okay, hers beat mine. Yeah. After that, I think the group just kind of falls into. You know, each of their memories and concerns. Time is a bit distorted now, like, it's, it's hard to tell, like, the sun is going the opposite way and nothing changes much, like, the sun is just making its way, like, in the sky, but you think it's, like, end of the afternoon, probably not quite evening. The sun is still, has not set yet, but it's, it's getting there. And you see, um, you see, yeah, you guys are almost <laughs> there, well, you, you see the, the town quite well now. The town is not really big, but it has a few buildings and quite a few really big ones. The buildings are made out of wood, timber, patch roofing. As you guys are approaching, you do see a couple of lights are turning on as you guys are approaching, as if like preparing to light up in the evening. As you guys are about like to hit the shore itself, you hear a whistle, a very loud whistle. They spotted us. <laughs> resounding across the tundra. You're just about to enter Vatir. Does the whistle sound like an alarm or just kind of like... It doesn't sound like an alarm. It's not repeated by anything. So it didn't seem to be triggered by us? You don't see any movement of sudden yeah. rush towards you guys. You can make out, like, people on a horseback. A couple of people, but they're not, like, going towards you. They're not reacting to your approaching. Yay! They don't give a shit about us. Woo! Yet. <laughs> it's kind of like the end of the night. Everyone's kind of wrapping up. People going to taverns or something. Bunch of sailors going... When you approach, like, the coast, there is a dock, but there's no sailing ship or anything like that. Like, there's just a pier by the side and there's like kind of a road that goes on top of the very low plateau where you see the bunch of buildings. You'd guess the city is not bigger than Barovia. The village of Barovia. That's probably okay. that smaller than mm. that. Nothing too pressing and it's like seems like they don't give a shit about us. Yay! <laughs> I already said it out of character but... Which is probably for best that they think we just travelers lost on ice. Hopefully there's no one to hopefully whoever greets us, if any, is uh, sympathetic. And speaking out of character, consider we all have the haunted one back <laughs> yeah, That's the way to do it. It's like, we're all just, mm, please sir, can I have some more? Give him the Bambi eyes. Guess we'll continue making our way up as non aggressively as possible. Considering that we're probably all half dead, I don't think we're going to be that <laughs> aggressive. Yeah, you're in a warm place to stay, because I think two gold can get you a long way. Like, it doesn't seem like much. Yeah. Assuming we don't, we might even be able to get a free night. <laughs> True. 
Don't discount our one silver piece each game. Yeah, I on. didn't want to bring it up. If you bring it up, then they're going to charge us for yeah. those. Yeah. Now, granted, as far as like inns go, four silver is not bad. Yeah. Finding a spot to rest for the proper amount and then be able to talk with people and figure out what's going on. I yeah, need to I'd eat say. something. <laughs> but while we are mostly through town, I do want to keep an eye out, see like if anyone, you know, not just like is staring at us, but just see like what the town feels like. Because, you know, like if there's like a festival about to go on or if they're about to prepare for war, you know, I mean, there's always like a yep, really... Yeah, uh, I was about to give you a bit more description. So you guys actually leave the sea and start walking down the road. There's just one main road. As you guys are getting up the plateau, you see, like I said, there's just one road and there seems to be like, it's not a marketplace. It's just like in in the center of the town, like a plaza kind of like. There's a lot of people outside right now. They're in line. And as you are passing now the first houses and a few cabins there, as you're looking about, you notice that the people on horseback, there's probably like five or six of them, uh, just kind of dispersed a bit of everywhere. They, they seem to be keeping an eye on everybody and they notice you. They don't stop you or anything, but they, they do look at you with interest, like just kind of, who the fuck are you guys? You notice that the people in line are holding bowls. They're all dressed in same type of uniform-like clothing. Sorry, what they, are they holding? A bowl. A bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Bowls. Oh, I heard oh, no. bows. I've just realized what's happened. <laughs> if we're too late, the communists have already taken over. <laughs> the soup lines, no. As you're looking about, there is a very large building at the opposite side of the center of town that, you, that you're arriving from. Very, very large building. There is a sign on it, and it says, Vatir Salt Mines. Oh. <laughs> oh. It, we're in a mining town, guys. Oh, it's not just a mining town. Uh, you don't go to the salt mines if you want to work. You go to the salt mines because someone told you to go to the salt mines. Shit. Uh-huh. Salt mine. All right. Anyone look like a prisoner here? No wonder the mood is bad here. They're all salty. (laughs) (laughs) They're all wearing, like, the same type of uniform. They're wearing, like, standard beige schmock. And what about the rider? The riders, they are dressed for cold weather, which the people aren't really. Like, it, it gives them somewhat cover, but it's not, like, wool or anything like that. The riders themselves, they are armed, and they have armor on as well. It's mostly, like, a studded leather, bits of uh, chain mail here and there. They all have lances that they keep, like, resting on the stirrups. And they also have a sword at their hip. And they're wearing the same type of fur cape. Like, there's no insignia or anything like that, but they're all dressed similarly. And they all have, like, protective helmets. And you see this line of people, the commoners, let's call them. There's probably, you think, a fair amount. There's probably close to 200 people here. They're in line. And as you're looking around, there's no sign for any inn or tavern or anything like that. (laughs) Oh, shite. Well, we know there's a hole. This place is the worst. <laughs> Can only go up from here, and I point to the mine. <laughs> mm, maybe not. 
it doesn't look like anyone's about to accost us or... The guards are definitely looking at you, but they're not preventing you from moving or anything like that. But they're, you've been noticed. You kind of stand out like a sore top, do you? I feel like a sore thumb. <laughs> I know it's a salt mine, but is there any, like, traveling merchant talking wares or anyone at least trying to vend anything? No. I don't like the feel of this town, but it's a town. What would you say we do? We should probably look around as much as possible. If we can't find anything, then we'll have to talk to one of those guards. True. First things first, find food. Food is good. I think the food situation might not be yeah, good. Okay. I think they're waiting for some, and they properly worked for it, so... Yes. Yeah, it's like I'm at an impasse here. <laughs> yeah. As you look around, like, can you make a just an investigation check? Just sure. to see whether, whether you can glean. The couple of cabins that you've seen, there isn't a lot of one family habitation, like houses or anything like that. Like, they're, they're pretty small cabins, even by your standards. Other than that, there seems to be dormitories. So there's very large, blocky buildings. And you think that the most of the people that you see here, they, that's where they sleep. And there's like the salt mine, that's probably where they work. And that's about it. There is one nicer. There are two buildings that are a bit different. One of them seems to be like an actual house. So probably mayor or burgomaster or something like that. Some, the person in charge. Mm. And, well, <laughs> and the other <laughs> building is uh, something that you guys are not very familiar with, but it says bats. It's a bathhouse. Bats? I look mm. and I'm like, I want to go there. A bath. <laughs> it's a bathhouse. And you guys can tell, like, it has a rock wall around, like, the perimeter, and you guys can see, like, a scene coming up of the, from behind the wall. I'm sure it's, it's uh, over there. <laughs> but really, like, it's super depressing. Like, I don't know if I'm conveying, like, yes. the right the way. Yes. Like, it just yeah. does not feel like, ooh, like... Where is the sound, no? <laughs> it's um, gnarly. Well, it's probably better than being stranded on the, on the ice. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you guys are now just kind of standing idly, like in the middle of the, the commonplace. Now you're getting looks. The workers are kind of turning, and everybody's just kind of pointing and talking and showing you guys as if, like, who the fuck are those people? And eventually, since you guys are not initiating anything, one of the horse rider will come closer and they're just kind of looking down at you and they're just like, what business brings you here? It's a bit of unfortunate news, I'm afraid. We were aboard an icebreaker at the head of several other ships, but it sank. One of the icebreakers sank? Yes. Yes, it was the... Um, Asperity. It was the Asperity. It seemed to have exploded. Zana, can you roll an insight, please? Mm-hmm. Oh, double twelves. <laughs> double um, This guy looks uncomfortable and surprised. And a bit in disbelief, you'd say. And he says, that's not good. But you guys escaped with your lives. You're definitely not from around. And he's looking at Safina's like, lack of warm clothing. I am blue under the paint, too. Were there, were there any other survivors, or is this just the 
I think we were the last to get off as we were down farther below decks, but we did see some others escape, but we have no idea where they went. We haven't received anyone. You're the first one who made it if there are other survivors. Well, hopefully they're just slow. The other ships turned around before the boat was even fully sunk. They were gone. The sailing boats that were following? Yes. Why would they turn? Well, I don't think they can go through Mm -hmm. the ice, can they? No, that's true, but normally they would try to lend help. That's just very unusual. But, you know, like some of those shipping vessels, all types are aboard. Perhaps they saw something that we didn't see from inside the ship. Probably. Where did he help from? Now he's looking at Shofra with quite a lot of interest. They don't have helps here. (laughs) Well, if the ship was unbelievable, this may seem a bit more so. We are not long in this land as we came from beyond the mists. You went through the mist? That's where we came from, yes, from a different place. Okay, this is this is all above my pay grade. I, uh... <laughs> <sighs> I'm, um... I'm sorry. I resonate with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've saying that this whole time. It's like, oh god. I didn't get... To be fair, this is way above someone's pay grade. <laughs> oh yeah. This is a whole lot of problems that aren't his. I'm going to get Lord Georgie. Um, Ooh, Lord Georgie? Georgie or me? Georgie boy. He's going to get some good there, right? He's got himself a lordship, he does. I really said that wrong. Now I got to stick with it. How's it spelled? No, Georgie is way better. Georgie. Georgie boy. Well, okay, yes, Miriam. It's he may sir. be. It's a sir. Georgie, but to us, he's Georgie. So it's sir Georgie. Okay. He's like straight, but Georgie. It's gonna be a fucking straight if we turn him into um, it. Kind of looks around at the group of workers and them. Um, they're kind of broken rank a little bit. Are they coming and, closer um, to us? No, just kind of made like little gossip groups kind of thing. He kind of looks around and he says, uh, I don't know, there was uh, supposed to be a, an announcement of some type. Maybe after I can get the board and we can talk to him. Uh, can we get in get line food to have some food, please? You're, you're asking <laughs> to... You're hungry? Well, we haven't eaten since we... Since the boat sunk, so... Yes. It's been two days, but if situations here are desperate, then... Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, we can wait until... Let's let's see what the Lord says. I cannot give you anything, sorry. You'll have to wait. <laughs> I grant thanks. <laughs> Is there a place where we could stay as we are tending to draw attraction? He kind of points to a, um, a lean-to, probably where the guards would stay, like if it's snowy or windy. Just says, like, you can huddle up in there. It shouldn't be too long. I think the announcement was supposed to happen before the meal was served, and we're running late. Just go stand over there. Just don't disturb anything. I'll be back. It's uh, touch everything. Thank you. <laughs> the really, really loud whistle sounds again, and this time, like, you guys are <laughs> almost next to it. It's coming from the top of the salt mine main building. It was yeah, the end really, of the really shift. Loud. Everybody <laughs> else seems to be, like, quite used to it. It's, <laughs> yeah, for you guys, are, are a bit startled to, to hear it. 
at that point, all the workers, they kind of return, like, in line, like, hurriedly, kind of return, and everybody falls silent. On the staff of the main building, you see a man come out. He's, um, fairly well-built, tall, let's say between 5'10 and 5'11, not quite 6 feet, so a bit shorter than Zana. Maybe 50 or so. He has a very well cared for beard and a nice mustache as well. He has a, a acrylic nose and a hard, harsh demeanor. Like his face is very serious. He's well dressed. He has like a high collar and you can tell that he's wearing probably a uniform under his coat that he has on. And he has like emblazoned, like on the side of his collar, like the same symbol on both sides. You guys are a bit too far to see what the symbol is, but he has it like next to his uh, throat. If it's a red star, we're fucked. <laughs> and it's not red. <laughs> he is not alone in the main doorway. Next to him is another guard. And this guard is holding a man in chains. The man is wearing the same uniform as the workers. He did something wrong. Yeah. The Lord, the... Uh, Yorgi. 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 He just kind of cleans his throat like so and, and he says, You are well aware that taking arms against the guards is strictly forbidden. Now, we have caught the leader of this, and he kind of gestures like little rebellion here, and you should be glad that we are stopping this here. Sir Stepanovich will be sent in the mines and to stay in the mines. It was another sir? Sorry? He said, sir, like... Yeah, but you don't think it's it's like an honorific? Like he's just addressing him as mister, yeah. It's like mister. And when the guard said it, though, was it an honorific for Georgi? Lord. Lord, okay. He okay. said Lord, Lord, not sir. Okay. That's actually his first name, so... <laughs> sure. Lord, 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 Lord Georgi. Lord, Lord Georgi. Maybe he spells Lord with two L's, you know, Lord. Lord. <laughs> Yorgi continues and he says, Let his punishment be a reminder of what happens and what will happen to any further bloodshed and action taken against the salt mine. You are not allowed to talk to him. You are not allowed to free him. You may just gaze upon his misery. <laughs> yes. okay. He gestures to the guard who's holding Stepanovich. He walks the man to the side of the building where everybody can see this. And he puts Stepanovich in a cage, like an iron bar cage, and then the cage is lowered like in the ground. <laughs> just straight into the mines. Holy straight God. to the mines. So it's not working no, there, it's just staying in the mine. After that, there's not a peep. Nobody's saying anything and people are just kind of watching. Or some of them are averting their eyes, like they all look like beaten dogs, yeah. more or less. Once Mood. Stepanovich <laughs> has been lowered into the ground, the Lord says, Dinner may be served now. Afterwards, everybody back in the barracks. Work starts as usual tomorrow. He turns around. 
and he, the doors are closed after it. Hazana's just gonna turn and be like, so that seems about what we're used to, but slightly less awful? <laughs> Perhaps more justified, maybe. Maybe, but he wasn't publicly executed, so that's true. That's an improvement. I'm not sure what happened in mine. Probably not. Maybe he gave chance. A slow death? <laughs> you sure it's better? He not beaten? I suppose you could argue it's mm. worse, but it's certainly less brutal. Yeah, as for public displays goes, this actually is pretty chill. But also, Lucian, considering this salt mine and you got the most salt of pepper, I think you should talk to them. Oh, shit. <laughs> you sure it's a good idea? I just want to sleep, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Use that. Feed into that. That's the salt. While you're having this discussion, the line has started moving and you can tell that some of the workers are walking towards the bags, which is the other main building that's not the salt line itself, like the main building. The workers are kind of walking across and again, they're kind of looking at you or they're looking at the hole like in the ground. It's a mix of glances here. And they're walking with a bowl of gruel. It's really hard to tell whatever the fuck they're eating. Uh, it seems warm, though. It's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, the workers are, once they get their meal, they're making their way straight in the barracks to, to have their meal. While the line is slowly moving, yes, Cam? I just wanted to check and see, like, when he is being lowered and effectively ostracized, was there any people, since they said he's part of a loose rebellion, who reacted a little bit or, like, tried to overreact that they don't care? You know what I mean? Like, maybe they would have been attached to him or cared about him? You can make an insight check. Yeah. So bad at these. It's going to be the best with disadvantage. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, God damn it. That would have been great. <laughs> Six. You're not able to pinpoint much feeling on them. Like, you don't have enough cues. But I'm going to say, just with your passive perception, you notice that some of the workers, they are badly beaten. They have, like, bruises and scars. And you can tell that some of them have been in a fight. That's obvious. They were probably part of something. But nobody is crying, nobody is saying anything, nobody is like made any attempt to stop any of this happening. As much as trying to find the people who are like, I want to help him, but they're like looking down way too hard. No, you're not able to see that. That yeah, way you too hard. something. Yeah. yeah. Too hungry. <laughs> yeah. So as the line starts moving, the guard comes back on his horseback and he says, The Lord will talk to you. He said to bring you to his waiting room. Follow me, I'll bring you there. Thank you. He goes this time, he's not going towards the mine, he's going towards the nice house. Oh, thank you. I was really worried about that. (laughs) (laughs) Once he gets to the nice house, uh, he knocks on the door and you see there seems to be like a governess that answers. He has like a neat uniform, like a governess dress or something similar to that. He explains the situation, she nods gravely. She lets you inside the house. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Uncreated. Tune back in two weeks from now to discover what happens next. Meanwhile, you can head over to MilestoneRPG.com to read this episode's companion, The GM Log. The GM Log deepens the lore of Uncreated while divulging details about the mechanics of the game. It has homebrew items, handouts, and other goodies to follow along with the podcast, and so much more.
And finally, if you like our podcast, recommend us to your friends. Come and say hi on the website. Leave comments. We're excited to engage with all of you. You can also rate and review us on your favorite listening platform that helps to spread the word. See you in two weeks. And in the meantime, don't touch the mist.